Yo, welcome back to the Digital Creators Podcast. Uh, today we're in the studio with Jack Cromlish. Welcome, Jack. Thanks. Um, Jack Cromlish is a Perth-based photographer, mainly focused in skateboarding. Jack grew up skating in Scotland before moving to Perth at the age of 14 where he continued to skate and eventually picked up a camera. He began shooting um, his friends, which eventually led to av- um, adverts and other commercial work. Jack likes to capture the movement and excitement of the tricks that he's shooting using long exposure, um, close-up and fisheye. In this episode, we're going to talk about Jack's skateboarding photography, comparing uh, skateboards culture in Scotland and Perth, his inspirations for his work and more. Yeah, because I saw your work like pop up on like my for you page or whatever it's called, mm. the feed of Instagram. And yeah, it's like probably some of the coolest skateboard photography I've seen in Perth. Um, and yeah, as someone who skated a lot when I was a kid, like, yeah, it's really cool to see how you capture stuff because it, yeah, it makes it look like it's kind of like these international, makes just a, uh, a regular skate spot look just so much cooler with like the tricks and everything. Yeah. Thanks, man. So how did you get into, I guess you grew up in Scotland, so you, and you used to skate in Scotland as yeah. well? Yeah. Um, I can't even remember when I started skating. I was probably like 10 or something. Um, I think I got like a a board for Christmas. I got like a WWE like board. Like a Kmart board. Yeah, from like the the sports shop or whatever in Scotland. Um, And then just somehow started going down the park and got better boards. Yeah. Yeah. And um, what's the skate scene like in Scotland? Is it like a lot of people skate? Is there a lot of skate um, parks or a lot of street spots? There's nowhere near as many um, parks in Scotland as there are in, uh, in Australia or even Perth. Um, they're a lot more spaced out. But like now with the amount of new parks popping up here, it seems like there's one every like five minutes. Um, they're a lot more spaced out in Scotland and it seems like they're a lot rougher. In the, in Scotland? Yeah. Just the, oh, okay. the concrete corroding yeah. and stuff with the weather. I can just imagine like what I'm imagining is it being harder to do street skating in Scotland because I'm just imagining like cobbled roads cobbled and, and stuff. Uh, yeah, there are there like there are a few like kind of famous spots around Glasgow where I like where I'm from in Scotland. Um, but it's all pretty kind of crusty. Yeah. Um, but I haven't I haven't been back and skated there for a while, so I don't know what what's new there. And uh, what's like the skate community? Like is there a lot of hype? Is there a lot of like magazines, a lot of um, brands kind of looking like uh, being based there, a lot of skate shops there or it's not? Um, yeah, there's there's a few like UK, like pretty big UK um, board brands and stuff, and um, not that many skate shops. Um, but it seems don't know, like I'd say a lot fewer than here. Yeah, there seems like a lot more. I think it's just the weather here and stuff. Like a lot of people are more inclined to get out and do something. Yeah, the 
the Perth uh, weather definitely yeah helps people get out of doors and skate and stuff. But uh, if you compare Perth to you know the states or yeah, um, I think I think we do have a decent skate culture here, mm. but it's harder to do street skating here. I think yeah. like uh, compared to the US, is obviously yeah yeah like very good spots over there nice yeah. clean stair sets and um there's yeah. i think here like once you've kind of skated everything like like i don't know it seems like in the u.s there's just new spots always popping up yeah whereas here like it feels like we go to the same spots kind of every weekend or yeah yeah but i think because maybe perth grows much slower as yeah. a city um that's why there's not like that many new spots but yeah i yeah, think they're probably getting on to it at this point as well that when they do make some sort of new building or straight onto the skate stoppers yeah and yeah stuff like that or like there's a few new spots popped up and there's like security always there because they just know it's like a good spot yeah so there's like there's a new spot in the city that's like a kind of curved like almost like a wave but it's like kind of cobble quarter pipe yeah and um yeah there's like a security guard there all the time and as soon as you try and skate it you straight out whereabouts is that um up on saint george's terrace yeah like towards up the top end of saint george's terrace it's where the do you know the the big red yeah is sculpture? it is it that sculpture yeah yeah there's like oh, a new oh there's a new one yeah they've like changed all around that sculpture Okay, because I know that sculpture's been there for a while. Yeah, the sculpture's still there. They've just changed what was underneath it. It used to, there used to be kind of like small little tight quarters yeah. there, but now it's like a big wave thing they've built. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I think everyone's kind of trying to get a trick on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So where have you been uh, kind of, where have you and like your skater friends and stuff been? <clears throat> skating mostly like what sort of spots um, um maybe i'm just checking out your instagram now um or maybe you can talk about some like recent shoots that you've done yeah 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 um we've kind of i've kind of like been going out with um two kind of separate groups i've got like all my friends that i kind of grew up skating in perth with yeah and then um i've been going out with like the beyond skate team a bit and yeah um there's a couple of different people like filming video parts and stuff so i'll like go out on like day missions with them mm-hmm. and stuff like that um but if it's oh, right. <laughs> if uh if we're going out with uh just my friends well usually it's like curbs and like weird stuff that yep. we usually find there's a couple of spots and like We've got a DIY spot in like East Perth. Yeah. Where um a lot of my friends have been building a lot of stuff there. Um Do you think it's um harder to skate street in Scotland or Perth? Um in terms of like people onto security or in terms of like security? Yeah. Like I've only really I've only skated street in Scotland like a few times. Yeah. And the spots kind of seem pretty scarce yeah. and uh but there doesn't seem like there's a lot of security 
Um, whereas here, it all kind of seems like newer buildings. Um, yeah. But they have a lot of security. Oh, so okay. You're kind of, you're finding better spots here, but more security. Yeah. Um, but again, like, I haven't, I haven't skated in Scotland for like years. So. And um, did you start photography in Scotland as well? Um, I did, but it was, it was when I was back for a year. Um, when I was, it's like 2018, I yep. went back for a year. And um, at that point, like my knee, like I messed up my knee a few years prior and never really got it fixed. Um, and was trying to skate a bit, but like could not skate the way I used to. Yep. Um, and was kind of just like bummed out on it. One of my friends here, like, introduced me to, like, he, he shoots a lot of film and stuff. Um, just, like, everything. Um, he's a BMXer, but he doesn't really shoot BMXing that much with, like, film. Just, like, everything. And um, I think he gave me a film camera and then I was when I was going back to Scotland. Because me and my uh, partner were going traveling. So I took a lot of, like, film photos on that trip. And then one of my best friends back there, he was shooting, uh, like, on DSLRs. Yeah. And he kind of, like, pushed me to get a DSLR. And then I realized, like, I got one, and then it was just, like, a kind of way to get out, still skate. Yeah. And, like, be out with everyone, but not have to be trying tricks. Yeah. How did you, um, how did you tilt your knee? Um, that was when I was, I can't even remember what year it was, but I went back for my big brother's wedding back yep. to Scotland. Yep. Just back at like my local park and, um, just tried to like a no comply 180 down like a tiny little quarter. Yeah. Like kind of went to kick out halfway through. So was spinning and then kicked my board away, landed and like my body kept kind of spinning and it just like crunched my Crunched knee. it, twisted it. Yeah, but I was like stupid and kind of younger and at the time never went and got it checked or anything. And then it was only like over the years just noticing it like pop out sideways. Oh, and I've definitely like torn something that, but just from just from working so much and kind of, I put off a lot of stuff, so if I go get it checked, then I'll probably find out that there is something really serious yeah. wrong with it, and then I have to go get the surgery. Yeah. And then, yeah, I've just been kind of... Putting it to the side? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Are you, like, full-time photographer at the moment, or...? Uh, no, I'm a, I'm an apprentice bricklayer, um, so it's only really, like, weekends and... Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, I recently bought a house. I'm trying to renovate yep. that. So oh, the sick. photography is, there's been a lot less photography yeah. recently. Yeah. Have, have you found like balancing like your, um, the bricklaying with the photography, like skateboard photography? Is it easy or you're struggling to find time to do it? Or Yeah, I'm kind of struggling right now because um, it, it's just like a, a work till half three every day. And then, well, like, I'm at the age, like, I'm 29 soon. Yep. And all my friends that skate are all kind of the same age. So everyone's kind of working. Um, so it's usually just weekends. Mm-hmm. And 
but trying to renovate a house as well even the weekends are kind of starting to get taken up yeah so uh yeah it's just trying to find the odd time when i can get out and have you um had your work published in any magazines or anything like that um i've been i've had one in a magazine confusion magazine um it was for like one of my good friends here has he's got a board brand yep um called bellyful and uh they got an ad in confusion mag which is like an international magazine um but that was really the only one so far where's uh where's confusion mag based i think it might be like germany okay or somewhere in europe yeah but it's uh or sure it's somewhere in europe but like i know it's quite big in like america and australia and stuff as well but i think i've got one coming up that should be in um slam Mm -hmm. magazine oh wow cool who's uh can you give us some insight into that or not uh i don't know uh yeah well like it's it's uh i can just see or you maybe can just describe the trick or on <laughs> i don't know how like yeah i don't know how like <laughs> i didn't actually talk to him about this oh, yeah. i don't know it's for it's for like a truck company like an american truck company oh, okay wow which is like a kind of big deal it's okay. cool. it seems kind of legit oh yeah <laughs> yeah i'm pretty uh happy with it oh cool so we can't we like i'm sure we can name the brand oh yeah it's thunder oh thunder trucks, trucks. Yeah. oh wow and it's with a local skater yeah it's with a guy he's from perth but um he's been over to america and stuff quite a bit and oh yeah he skates for like an american company oh like he's on the full team and everything. yeah oh what's yeah. his name uh, sean parker sean parker oh yeah, yeah yeah cool oh is he um is he based in perth still yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he lives up north kind of near me oh okay cool yeah he's um he's crazy good yeah um so is um what what team is he on uh he's on primitive primitive um i think he gets shoes from adidas yeah um thunder trucks rector wheels wow like is it is it possible for a skater to live in perth and like do full-time skating do Um, you think not sure like i don't know of any that are just, just like straight skating yeah straight skating without like i think sean might even have another job or um and he's kind of he's got a lot of companies behind them yeah um but like i know there are like there's a couple of guys that like run brands work in a skate shop or something yeah do it that so way, yeah. their kind of career is like based around skateboarding yeah. in different ways but yeah. i think it's pretty hard without going to america or yeah what to kind of yeah i think to be full-time you have to be just pro yeah you kind of have to be like right in amongst it and yeah i think if you're kind of there they're pushing you and like yeah but to live here and do it it's like pretty tough eh? yeah i think so okay but that's yeah. still pretty cool that there are skaters here that are on like these international yeah teams yeah um that's pretty cool but yeah he like sean definitely deserves it yeah he's amazing yeah and uh do you have you got plans maybe do you ever want to go to america and like try shoot 
with these big skaters and that sort of thing? Um, I came like probably kind of past it at this point. Like yeah. there's, um, no, I'm kind of happy with just like do it for doing fun. It. Yeah, yeah cool. for fun. It, it gets me like still out with everyone. Yeah, I kind of get to like kind of pressure my friends into doing the tricks that i want to shoot yeah 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 yeah. it's kind of there's a lot of pressure when people are doing big stuff and you have to get that one shot yeah like you have to kind of it's it's kind of hard to like explain but like when you've when you're just doing it with your friends and stuff and like you're there's a lot more room to be kind of creative and like yeah kind of shoot the way you want to yeah, shoot do it from different and angles you different lighting and like have your say but i guess if yeah. it's for a big brand or big, like there's a lot more at stake yeah over there. like for the skater as well they don't yeah. want to be doing it over and over just so you can get the the one shot that looks good if you know yeah. what i mean so you kind of have to shoot it like a certain way that's going to just get it simply kind of get the trick yeah I've, I've found that in a way okay i'm gonna see if i can uh quickly pull up some of your shots over here um what have you been shooting with like lately what's your sort of setup uh i've got a canon 60 mark ii yep um i've got a canon like a Canon fisheye. Yep. Um, and then I just use like two God, uh, Godox flashes. Oh, yeah. Um, just like speed lights. Yep. Um, yeah, it's kind of like lightweight, compact kind of setup. It's pretty so handy. Maybe, maybe you could talk us through some of your favorite shots that you've, uh, you've got lately and the story behind them. Yeah. Um, you can even just have a look here. Can't figure out how to put it on the screen, but um Yeah. Um like that one is pretty pretty stoked on. Oh um, yeah, so this is I just to like that one. So that's the shot there. Um so talk us through that. It looks like a big like a big pipe. Yeah. Something like looks like in Mundaring or something like that yeah it's um i can't remember exactly which dam it is but it is like out kind of i don't know if it is Mundaring somewhere around Mundaring somewhere yeah. like one of those kind of big dams um and that is like at the bottom of the dam yep there's just like that full pipe mm -hmm. and then there's like a bank next to it yeah it's like a perfect spot but they're doing uh i'm probably gonna like incriminate myself here oh yeah they're like <laughs> oh you don't have to yeah you don't have to say the location or no, whatever okay. uh yeah they're doing like work on the place right now so everything's shut down there but yeah. like we managed to like park up the road i think the dam was like shut that day yeah and we like kind of veered off went up a path and went through the bushes and mm -hmm. had to hide from the camera and all that to get in there but we got in there we managed to skate it for like a good half an hour or something just like pumping shot. up and down yeah 
you managed to get like kind of oververt on it um and that thing is so slippy as well yeah it's just so dusty that like your wheels just want to shoot out as soon as you try and get any sort of height on it yeah and that was for bellyful skateboards yeah so that's just like one of my friends that that skate for bellyful yep um dave uh, and it was just kind of like i guess you're you're doing it for the enjoyment of taking the photo and like seeing the trick and he's doing it for the enjoyment of like the the trick as well but he's is he also on the bellyful team yeah he's on the bellyful team and like the guy that runs bellyful is like my first ever friend in australia oh yeah like one of my best friends so like anytime i get a shot of like one of the guys that skate for his board company like this is the the brand guys bellful check them out so that's his uh perth-based yeah brand looks like very like nice wide they got some like wide retro sort of shapes yeah so like jack the guy that, that runs it um only skates like 10 10 inch plus boards really? like i think he's got like a 13 inch board yeah and it's kind of ridiculous but he loves it and like big rides like big wheels yeah but he um he like hand shapes uh most of the boards himself and screen prints it all by hand oh wow so, so he hand shapes the boards yeah oh wow like, so it's made in perth oh yeah it's made out of his garage in perth oh that's and, sick yeah yeah i love that so he's like yeah, he's making them, he's skating them, he's started this brand. And is it, is it available in like skate shops and stuff as well? Uh, no, but if you go, I think they've got a shop on the link in yeah. his bio on Instagram maybe. Yep. Um, but yeah, he seems to kind of, if he brings out a run of boards, they kind of sell out pretty quickly. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm just checking out now, so... Oh, there's a YouTube page. Can't see a shop there, but probably there's a website. Or maybe just message him and see yeah. what he's got. Yeah, sick. So not not available in the shop. No. In like an in-store, but... Uh, I know you can if, if buy you, them. You can, you if can you message buy them. him, I'm sure he'll tell you how you oh, can Oh, that's get pretty them. cool. Do you know if a lot of, uh, like, say the Perth skateboard brands here, are they made in Perth or a lot of them kind of from overseas, maybe China or whatever? Uh, I'm not actually not sure. too sure, no. Um, I don't think there are, like, there are only really a couple of Perth brands that I can kind of think of, like GMTA and Panda, which is two people that I'm, like, friends with as well, um, Ben and Karma. And I'm not sure... Where they're made. Where they're made, but... Oh, okay. Um, but yeah. Is there... Is there... A- Perth Skate Magazine that you know of? Um like a like one can't sort of like slam or No, there there used to be a couple of like little kind of zines going around. Um like there was Staple. Staple yeah, actually I have a couple of those. That yeah. was so good. Yeah, that was so <laughs> good. Um but no, there hasn't been anything for a few years now, I think. Yeah. Um I did have some idea a few years ago to start something but uh time again yeah i'm trying to start a uh, magazine with the interviews for this but um yeah it's it's a lot of time to put together a magazine yeah i'm probably gonna try crowdfunder or something like that where if you donate you get like the magazine as well something like that but yeah it's i know pretty hectic to put Mm. something like that together 
I kind of realized that like I could just throw a load of pictures into something, but like the writing articles or yeah. something part of it, like struggle to speak in front of a camera. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Come up no, that's that's true. That's what I was saying. Like, I know with mine, I'm gonna at least use the the text. Yeah, like yeah. I've got the interviews ready, but um, I need to like put time into making it like look really cool. Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah, like. If I was going to do it, I'd kind of want to do, like, something good. Yeah. And I feel like I just don't have the time to, like, really do something good. So don't want to kind of just half-ass something. Yeah. So I'm going to kind of uh, show you some of these shots that you've got. Um, and then maybe you can talk about it. So this is uh, looks like a tray flip down a gap. Um, is that in Perth as well? Yeah. That's, that's crazy, it. like. That's a that's a decent gap. It reminds me of the Sheckler, the Sheckler yeah. gap. It's like the Perth edition of the <laughs> Sheckler gap, but um, no, that's insane. So, is that is that somebody's house? Like it looks like it's at the back of somebody's house into no, a car park. I think that might be like a dental place yep. or something like that. And it's sketchy run up like yeah, on bricks. Yeah, it's like yeah, brick pavers. So talk um, talk us through how you shot it and uh, what went down. Was it? Did you get it pretty quick? Um, uh, is his yeah, name Flynn? So, yeah, that's Flynn. He um, he skates for like DC. Oh wow, DGK. That was actually for a DC interview. Damn, these are some uh, these are some big brands that are like sort of coming to Perth and sp- and sponsoring Perth skaters. That's pretty yeah, cool. I think a lot of it is through like project distribution. Yeah, which is like a bit. I think it's maybe over east or something, but they distribute all the, the kind of bigger American companies to, um, Australian shops and stuff. Yeah, and I think they they kind of hook a lot of people up and then kind of connect them. Yeah, through that with the bigger brands. Yeah, like um, yeah, Flynn's on DGK. And DC. Yeah, he's definitely it, like just from the the trick. Definitely like a DGK steezy with a tray flip there. Yeah. Um, yeah so um, that was for, yeah, they, they had that up on the DC Australia website or something. Oh, cool. Um, they had an interview with them. It's a good interview. Um, and they had pictures that, uh, some pictures I shot and there's another um, photographer, Tom, Tommy, we call him. But yeah. Um, and he shot some of the pictures for that interview as well. Um, but yeah, that was just like a lot of different kind of weekends out shooting different stuff for it. And so, can you just talk us through this one in particular? Like, yeah. was it had, was it um did you get it pretty quick or it was like yeah. struggle to get it? And um, no. did you have to move around different angles and everything like that? Um. Yeah, so the uh, he got it. He got it pretty quick. Um, as far as I can remember, it was like maybe less than ten shots or something. Yeah. Wow. Um, it was a, the only like it was a struggle to kind of light it. I remember that because yeah. I had to put a flash in behind the fence. Yeah. Like in the garden, because my f- like I had the two flashes at the front and they were lighting him up, but you couldn't see the kind of gap in between where he's going from to like over the fence. Yeah. So that was a weird one. I've never had to like 
specifically put a light just yeah. to show like like randomly in between where he's going to show that there is a yeah. gap there yeah um and then have to kind of i think um another guy jack the filmer yeah was filming from up the top with fish eyes well, yeah. so trying to kind of dodge around him and oh, okay but yeah kind of all just and worked you, out and you, you got, got it like very enough. very sharp no the like the composition is very good his uh yeah, it's. I don't know if you try and get the composition like that good, but if um, because I'm I'm a photographer as well myself. Mm. Oops, blurry there. But yeah, if you see the tree behind him is like perfectly behind him, so you got the eyes drawing it in there, so all the lines of the the tree are going towards his head, and then yeah. you've got the leading lines down the alleyway, <laughs> so you've got all these lines. It's just like yeah, really, super well shot. Yeah, I just remember like. As soon as I kind of, that was like the first place I like went to. Cause with like skate photography, you always want to be like in front or like their, their front facing side, like never shoot it from the back kind of yep. thing. Um, so that's kind of naturally where you would want to shoot it. Yeah. Um, and I just remember like as soon as I, that's always like the first place you'll go. And as soon as I got there, I was like, oh, wow, this is like, works out perfect with like the line going away from them and yeah. the tree behind them yeah it was kind of like a happy accident that it just worked out perfect that way and now are you shooting like full brightness with the flash like one of one of one yeah um and what kind of shutter speed are you working with i think that was like what is it i think it was like 250 yeah um like something like that, like what I was saying earlier about like I really didn't want to like miss that one. So I'm trying to shoot it as fast as like my flashes will will kinda or the camera will pick up the flashes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um as opposed to something like on a curve that my friend's gonna do a lot of times that I can like mess about with like longer exposures and stuff. Yeah. Um so I'm just trying to get that one as like sharp as possible. And whereabouts uh was this one shot what in um, area first? It's in kind of like West Perth area. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And then <laughs> um, can you talk us through this one as well? It's yeah. like a front crook on the, yeah, it's like in the city of Perth. It's, it's a switch crook. Um, that's, yeah, on St. George's Terrace again. That's Flynn again. And uh, that was for the same DC wow um article yeah they they ended up not using that one they used uh tom the other photographer had shot it before but from like a different angle yeah like across the street or something like that no i just shot it same fisheye but like from the bottom of the stairs so yep. you could see the big central park sign yeah and it was at night time and the sign was lit up so oh, like, okay it was a sick picture you took um and they ended up using that one but yeah that was just um we were out one day and we were kind of near that spot and Flynn's like, oh, why what don't we do just it? try and reach Oh, so you're just kind of like hanging out. Like, you know, they're not planned most of the time. You're just out with a camera. And Sometimes, like, especially like someone like Flynn or like Sean or someone, like, they'll have an idea of like tricks that they want to get for like a video part or for like a specific ad or something like that. Um, And it's always kind of like, 
good yeah like yeah. worth it yeah tricks. yeah if you're hanging out with like good skaters yeah um but that he had already landed like a few times yeah so just um, kind of easy yeah and he was like oh let's just go shoot that one again and see what it looks like from the other angle he flynn actually had the idea to shoot it from that angle as well yeah because like naturally you would want to shoot it the way tom did like down the bottom with the big central yeah. park sign in the background from uh, the front but you shot it from the back so i kind of i went to the same spot as tom and like even the I, we shot a picture that way and i was pretty stoked on it but then flynn was the one that was like why don't you try and shoot it from behind and yeah. then that one turned out way better oh, than, than the one that i shot from the front and is that with a fish eye as well <laughs> yeah that was with a fish eye oh cool and then can you talk us through this one yeah. I think I know where that spot is in uh in the city. You can see it there, guys. Um, yeah, that's kind of near the like the telethon building. We call that spot the, like the telethon. Near Optus Stadium, is it? Sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah around that area. It's crazy. Did you did you ollie the whole thing, or you landed on the grass? He landed in the in the fake grass. Yeah, but cool. it just started raining as well, so it's oh, like slipped down. But uh, yeah, Sean had already filmed that as well yeah like for his part crazy pop yeah yeah he's got insane pop he can just ollie over anything yeah which was that um you know you said you had some video clips on your phone which yeah. uh which photo would so that go one, with uh, it's like a tree that one i've got that oh one. yeah that's that's crazy so this um is this in Perth as well? Yeah. For some reason it doesn't look like Perth. I think because it, just the shots are just so good that it looks like it's done for like a magazine in the US or something like that. <laughs> like it just, it makes it look different. <laughs> but um, yeah, talk us through this this one, Wally off a tree. Yeah, so that one, pull the clip up up there. Um, yeah, that one, that's the, I think that was like the third time he had done that trick. Um, I think he went on his own and like filmed it. He might have filmed it with just like his phone on the ground or something on his own. And then I seen the footage of it. That's like another one of my good friends. And uh, I was like, oh, that would look cool in a picture. We should go shoot that. So then he landed it that day, but it was during the day and like the sun was just casting crazy shadows and stuff in the picture. Yeah. I don't know what happened. The flashes just never like, I don't even know what happened to it, but he was just like a blur. Yep. Um, and it always seems to kind of happen like sun out, middle of the day kind of shots. I kind of hate yeah, the, taking. Yeah, because your flash has to compete with the sun. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. I always prefer like a cloudy day or like a nighttime or something. But um, yeah, the picture just never turned out cool. And then... My, my other friend who has a clothing brand velvet he wanted to get some like he he made that jumper or like his company makes the jumper that he's wearing in the picture so he wanted to get like a few tricks of john wearing some of the clothes so we just had the idea to go back because we never used the yeah. the other picture so we just went back and shot that one at night time and it turned out 10 times better than the other one yeah, yeah pretty stoked with how that one came out so why did you why did you compose it like that and what kind of like drew you to that? Um, um well shot? like so 
the oh, tang sorry. day. <laughs> like the there's like unwritten rules of like skate photography of like show where they're coming from, show where they're landing, show like the whole trick. I was kind of bummed that you couldn't see where he was coming from, apart from working out the direction. Yeah. But like you can't see where there's almost like a little kind of kicker because the, co- the roots have pulled up the concrete. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you, I guess you don't really think about it when you're there. No, but you don't. It's more like a. Did you choose that angle right away or you had to, did he have to do it a few times? Uh, I maybe tried to shoot it from a bit further back to try and show the, um, the, where he's taken off from. Are you, you try to shoot it from behind or? Can't like maybe a bit more to the left just to show, try and get a bit of the, the car park where yeah. he's coming from into it. Um, and it just, it's too far behind him. Like just wasn't coming out right yeah. so uh i kind of moved around shot it this way but like i really like the the yellow poles yeah like yeah something about the way. yellow the like consistency of the yellow poles and then <laughs> in the gap there's like some yellow as well yeah and then like yeah the leaves off the tree um were all yellow as well and like so i tried to get some of the yellow pole on it the yellow off the tree at all just like and that's um is that edited in lightroom or yeah yep. yeah i've edited that in lightroom Oh, that's cool. It seems like kind of most of my pictures, like I'm not a technically good photographer or anything. Um, I feel like I kind of learn something every time I go out to shoot a picture. Um, so it all just kind of seems like happy accidents most of the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, you've used some like... Most of the time it's like sharp, sharp shots. This one's also really good as well. Like I like how you've captured uh, suburb, like suburbia in this one. It's uh, like a front crook or something. So oh, whereabouts yeah. is that and um, what happened with that one? Um, that is around like Korean area. Yeah. Um, and that was just a spot that popped up and it kind of got like, everyone was going there for a while oh yeah um and that day the beyond team were going there to i think they were filming a video at the time yeah and uh they'll usually all just go to like one spot everyone kind of gets a trick and then it goes into like their video part yeah um yeah and that day um everyone kind of got a trick and that just happened to be the one that i liked the most yeah that i shot that so day. sometimes it's not even like the craziest trick it's just like the one that comes out yeah yeah usually what i'll like i'll usually kind of send whatever i got from the day to the people and then like i'll like keep whatever i want back or like i'll send them it and be like you're right if i post this or whatever um yeah and that one i just like you said like kind of suburbia i like yeah. the way kind of like a contrast to just see like houses and stuff and then like skateboarder doing something yeah it's different from just those close-up kind of action shots yeah it's more of like you can almost like frame this it's kind of it's more about the landscape in a way yeah and then there's like this trick i kind of get into like rhythms where i get to kind of comfortable shooting like fisheye pictures or something as well 
and then people will get they'll be like really into it and be like oh you shoot really close fisheye pictures and then that kind of yeah, yeah, me yeah. away from it almost because i don't want to like just shoot that box yourself in yeah it's like it's exciting to shoot fisheye pictures and like up close kind of long exposure like i think it shows a lot of like kind of excitement in a picture sometimes kind of long lines can feel a bit stale but then sometimes it like like that just wouldn't have looked right fisheye and um yeah i just like like looking down the hill and then there's another hill going up with houses yeah. on it it just worked out cool is there one thing you're looking for specifically with a skateboard and that you're like okay that's the shot like what what speaks to you <laughs> not really can i like it just depends what the spot is like i'll kind of have an idea like as soon as you see a spot i've kind of got an idea like how to shoot something on it um but now like just the i kind of figure it out as i'm going and then hopefully sometimes they don't land it straight yep. away and then I can kind of tweak some things and then get something I like. Sometimes I'll shoot 10 pictures of the attempts. Yep. And then they'll land a couple. And then I think the last one I got is like the one. And then when I go back and look at it, it turns out that something cool, something weird has happened like three back. Yeah. That oh, I cool. end up liking way more than the one that I think at the time that yeah. was the one. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess with your <coughs> with your so shots usually, if it's something that um I guess you're always trying to make the the gap look bigger or the stairs look bigger to sort of intensify the yeah shot normally. Yeah, normally normally that's kinda like I guess that's why fisheye started kinda coming into skate photography. Yeah was to um kind of over exaggerate the size of stuff or like the length of stuff yeah um but like i i don't know i don't normally kind of use it that way um it's normally i don't know maybe it just because the people i'm shooting like we're not kind of pros in america jumping down yeah 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 stupid stair sets um it's a lot of kind of like up close like there's a lot of curbs and stuff and wall rides and stuff like that so are you um because you shoot yeah a lot of technical skaters but also a lot of kind of like people doing old school <coughs> sort of tricks as well a lot of uh bonelesses wall rides hand yeah. plants um are you a fan of kind of the retro skate style yeah um when I was skating a lot, it was a lot of like skate parks. Um, we growing up, we never really went street skating that much. It was normally like go to a park at the weekend, yeah. get the bus and the train to a park and stuff. So, kind of grew up skating like mini ramps and balls and stuff. Um, so I was always kind of drawn to that. And then when you're kind of doing those tricks in skate parks, when you get into the street, you kind of adapt those tricks so it's all bonelesses and like wall rides and stuff so i was kind of naturally drawn to that but i never when i was younger i never really took interest in like stair sets or ledges or anything but kind of the older i get i guess i'm like appreciating it more and just 
hanging out with the people that like the beyond team or like yeah sean or flynn or something like i'm really like appreciating the like technical yeah kind of side of yeah street skating and um who are your inspirations do you look at other skate photographers or magazines or like what do you have inspirations in that yeah. sense like because I, I mean there are ph- photographers that don't use a lot of flash there's photographers that use a lot of flash close up and wide like yeah yeah um i think like like looking at skate magazines when i was growing up and stuff a lot you kind of there was a lot of like i was more a fan of like the pictures and didn't take notes of who the photographers were and stuff um but like looking back like there's the classic like photographers like grant Britton and atiba and even like um spike jones and stuff um and i can like some pictures of shit now i'll kind of like look back on older pictures from like the late 80s or like early 90s or something and be like, wow, that'd be cool to kind of like do something like that. So I do that quite often. Yeah. Um, so you're looking at kind of older mags from like 90s. Yeah. Man, it, um, would you say you're mostly inspired by sort of 90s shots um, or? Kind of early 90s, early late 90s. 80s. It's, it's crazy. I have this conversation with like a lot of creators in every industry, all about the 90s, like in fashion and design and it's something about the era, like everyone's drawn back to it. Yeah. Well, that's like, I, I was born in like 94, so I don't really remember the 90s that much, but like early 2000s, but like, I don't know. I, I grew, think, like I've got two older brothers as well, so yeah. I kind of got hand-me-downs of all their stuff and from yeah. the 90s and stuff, yeah. so I do have a kind of nostalgic connection. connection to like the 90s. Um, but yeah, I feel like, I've met a lot of people that are kind of have the same thing. Even if you look at um, Gen Z or the style of Gen Z, it's now like they're adopting yeah stuff from the 90s. The 90s and, and even like early 2000s as well. Yeah, 2000s as well. Yeah, true. Um, on like a separate topic, but it's something I'm sort of interested in. Um, you're a creative who's actually bought their own house, which uh, mm. there's a lot of creatives who maybe they listen to the podcast or they've been on the podcast and... Uh, we kind of, uh, maybe we're pursuing our passion in a creative field, but um, yeah, either, you know, it's pretty hard to, I think, in any creative field to sort of make it with your one profession or maybe people balancing jobs. Yeah. Um, and then doing their uh, creative stuff on the side. Um, what was your sort of journey to owning your own house as a, creative person how did you how did you manage that how did you do it um, <laughs> people want to know sorry to say a bit like kind of nothing to do with my creative yep. photography or anything um like for like maybe it kept you sane <laughs> yeah yeah well that is definitely um i think yeah that's that's a perfect way to put it um not like growing up i never had like i'm not like an ambitious person yeah um well like i'm i'm trying to be more kind of do more for myself like growing up i like never got like a car license till i was like a few years ago um 
had a load of different jobs, like couldn't keep anything down, never did an apprenticeship uh, when I was younger or anything. Um, and then last few years just decided like I got to kind of do something. Yeah. Went and I was laboring for, for bricklayers. Um, and then I got the opportunity to do an apprenticeship, decided it was time to get my car license and then meeting my partner, um, so you only got your license like a few years ago? Two years ago, yeah. Oh, okay, wow, cool. Yeah, I'm nearly 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, just like never had ambition to go do anything. Yeah. And looking back, I'm like, what was I thinking about? All these years of laying about just wanting to skateboard. But that's all it was. Just like all I wanted to do was go skate. Yep. Because um, I, I see skateboarding as a creative outlet uh, myself like your just the, the way the creative mind works it's like the same for skateboarding except it's more of like a um so like an active form of creation like you're you're to interpret you're interpreting a curve a different way interpreting a yeah. set of says a different way you're seeing things totally different from everyone else um and also as a creative person you're thinking different from everyone else so you're going to have this maybe you're going to be a little bit of an outsider yeah as well you're gonna like manage that and with the tricks and everything you gotta you're kind of creating with your movement a work of art in a sense yeah um but yeah it's as much as it's such like a fun thing to do just like a lot of creative activities it's like it's hard <laughs> it's one of the hard skateboarding is probably that one of the hardest creative outlets to be like a professional yeah, or like a like living from sure as a full-time career yeah anything kind of like in that field like filmers photographers scares it's like i don't know about like photography outside of skateboarding but in skateboarding it's like very hard to like make, <laughs> make a living anyone, off yeah. um you really need to be like fully committed to it you need like For the years, best thing yeah. you can do move to america and mm. start shooting people that brands are going to pay you to take pictures of yeah like it's the hardest thing to you can't just kind of get good at photography and then people start paying you yeah it takes kind of companies with the money to decide that they want to pay you to take pictures of certain yeah. people and stuff so yeah that whole film or photographer and even skateboarder like it's kind of you can be like i've met the best skateboarders ever and no sponsors yeah really like, it, uh, i don't know what it is but like you can't just get good and instantly so you can't be say if you're like amazing skateboarder here in perth you're like yeah. the best of the best um brands aren't going to be hitting you up necessarily like you like, need to put yourself out there or what what would you yeah say? i think like nowadays you probably have to like put yourself out there a lot more I think back years ago, it was probably a lot easier of like, I guess like, you, like the standard of skateboarding was kind of lower back then. So people that were that good would really stand out and get noticed. But there's so many like skateboarders, the skateboarders nowadays yeah. are insane like level of skateboarding that... Even like you see the... The Olympics and you see there's like 
there's like teenage girls in the Olympics learning like insane tricks. I'm just like, that's crazy. Like the pros maybe like five, ten years ago. Yeah. Like that's what they were, that was like their best runs. Yeah. These like teenage girls doing it. It's like yeah, crazy. it's amazing. Like the progression of like female skateboarding yeah. has gone up so much. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, like, like you'll see like girls down at the skate park that could probably do what they're doing in the Olympics. Yeah. But like, but you only think a certain amount of people can kind of get notice. Yeah. Yeah. And from the skaters that you have seen that have made it, um, what would you say they did differently? Like, say they've got all the talent in the world. Was it, was it using shows social media to post their stuff? Was it trying to get more skate videos? Was it traveling? Was um, it meeting people or connecting with brands here? Like, yeah, I think probably like a combination of like knowing the right connections. Maybe um, I'd say like I'm sure they probably like sent sponsor me tapes. Oh, yeah, it's all good. Oh, just a little bit more. Yep, sweet. Yeah, they probably sent like sponsor me tapes and to companies and stuff, but I think you kind of got to be picked up to then like have to get more connections and like, I don't know, a mix of that and then like social media, putting yourself out there and filming and getting photos taken of you. Like, I've kind of noticed that being on the other side of it, like the person taking the pictures is like a lot of people want to shoot stuff. Yeah. And I think like a lot of people want to do it because they're stoked on the trick that they want to do. Yeah. And then obviously they want to like put it out there on social media and then hopefully they can get noticed and stuff as well. Okay. Um, But then in terms of your the house that you got, that was pretty much through... <coughs> like your laboring work you're like bricklaying yeah making enough to get like a bank loan or something like that yeah 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 that and my partner she's got partner, a, yep. a decent job oh, she okay. makes way more money than oh, me. okay <laughs> cool cool, <laughs> um, cool so yeah like i definitely wouldn't have been able to go get a house if it wasn't with her as well yeah um so yeah like it's nothing really to do with photography i wish it yeah. was i wish yeah. it was no, it's it, I'm uh, I want to be like transparent on this podcast. Like as much as I love uh, the creative industry, creative people, what they're doing, and I think it creativity is so much more than money, obviously. Yeah. But I like to be sort of realistic as well, and um, yeah, showing that it's it's <laughs> difficult to kind of make it as a creative person. Yeah. But you know, it's not. Um, yeah, sometimes you can make it sometimes you're balancing work with your creative outlet and i think a lot of people i meet like yeah as i was saying creativity isn't all it's all not all about money like it's keeping you it's an enjoyment you get out of it as well yeah so maybe you're working a full-time job and it's keeping you sane it's like sane basically oh yeah it's definitely like like even like my own mental health and stuff like after i couldn't skate the way i used to skate like I just got so bummed out that I yep. couldn't anymore. And then, like, getting a camera and then Shooting. having a reason to yep. kind of be out and, like, push myself to get out. Yeah. And, like, I get as much enjoyment now getting a good picture as I did, like, 
land in a good trek or something yeah. like a few years ago. Yeah. Um. So like, I'll still be driving home from like a skate, be like, yes, yeah, got that picture. Yeah, the 100%. same way I would have been a few years ago. Going like, yes, I got that trek finally. So like, even that sense, like, it's definitely good for your to keep you sane and for your mental health and stuff. Yeah, and sometimes that is making it as a creative. Um. Yeah. Doesn't you don't have to be like your full time job. It's just something that keeping you stoked like every day. Yeah, yeah. Um that's what it's about as well. Yeah, for sure. Jack, thanks so much uh for coming on and having a chat. It was really cool to hear about um your story and like the behind the scenes of all the photos and no everything like that. Yeah, really appreciate it. Um where can people find you on like Instagram and stuff if they want to like check out your work? Um it's I believe it's just J dot crumblish. So C R U M B L I S H. Yep, J Doc Crumbush. Yep. I'll leave uh I'll leave the link down below. Check it out, guys. Some of the best skate photography I've seen in Perth. Just yeah, really insane stuff. And um yeah, keen to follow along. Um and just seeing all the the work that you come up with. Yeah. So appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Thanks.